Welcome back to Taiwan Headlines. I'm Donovan Smith. Now, recently, the pandemic has sucked most of the oxygen out of the news cycle, so there's been very little worth discussing. Unless, of course, you're interested in former lawmaker and KM, uh, the KMT black faction in Taichung, uh, Yen Quanhung, losing 10 kilos, or Kaohsiung Mayor Chen Chi Mai not having enough time to dye his graying hair, and a seemingly endless series of local Taipei battles involving Mayor Kuen's uh, we have, however, been recording some Taiwan context shows for you, which hopefully will be released soon. But finally, we do have some local news to discuss. On the pandemic front, this week marked the first week in a while where the numbers continued to drop after Monday. In previous weeks, Mondays usually showed a significant drop in the number of cases due to lower testing over the weekend. This week, however, Monday's case count was 60, and every day since has been lower. The Central Epidemic Command Center is even considering lifting level three restrictions after July 12th, though nothing is certain yet. Both the KMT and CCP mouthpieces have been on the attack over Taiwan's death rate, which at over 4% has been double the world average. They suggest that this means that there are probably twice as many cases out there than are being reported. There may be indeed cases out there that aren't being counted. The CECC has ruled out mass testing, preferring to stick to people with symptoms, people who have come in contact with known cases, and those in especially hard-hit areas. That, however, probably only accounts for a relatively small number. There are other possibilities to consider. Taiwan is an aged society, far more so than the world average, so the percentage of the population that is elderly and with chronic conditions is significantly higher. There have also been outbreaks in nursing homes. Another possibility is lack of experience. In most other countries around the world, doctors have been handling mass numbers of cases and have grown more sophisticated in their treatment of the coronavirus. Taiwan's doctors had a lot of catching up to do. Speaking of KMT criticism, several prominent KMT members have been attacking the vaccines Taiwan has procured, but jumping the queue to get them for themselves. Among many such examples, some find former KMT legislator and Taipei mayoral candidate Ding Shouzhong urged people to receive Chinese vaccines and publicly said that he would take the lead in doing so. Turns out he had already received his AstraZeneca jab, reportedly by using his connections to get on a priority list. Other examples include a lawmaker who said that Japan donated AstraZeneca vaccines to Taiwan because Japanese did not want them and called Taiwan a vaccine beggar. And another former candidate for Taipei Mayor, Sean Lin, Lian Shengwen, who said online that the AstraZeneca vaccine had adverse effects. But his father, former Vice President Lian Zhan, had also jumped the queue to get that very same vaccine. The DPP issued this accusation against the KMT. KMT officials spread fabricated news against the AstraZeneca vaccine. They pushed these lies to make people hesitant to receive the jabs, thereby giving themselves the chance to jump the line to be vaccinated through their connections and privilege. This accusation doesn't hold up to scrutiny. In almost all cases, the attacking comments made by these KMT figures were after they had already jumped the line and received their vaccines. So the DPP's timeline here doesn't add up. 
Miaoli has finally lifted their requirement that all foreign workers not be allowed out of their dorms and residences. This taking away of basic human rights was widely criticized, including in the international media, as being discriminatory and racist towards Southeast Asians, which of course it was. Most of these workers are in cramped, overcrowded dorms provided by their employers, or worse, outsourced to labor brokers to handle, and make their living conditions perfect for spreading disease. That was of concern prior to the pandemic, but it wasn't significantly addressed. Other than the CECC saying Miao Li should follow their guidelines, the central government didn't interfere, at least not publicly. Now that the restrictions have been lifted, however, it appears that, like in other areas around the country, the companies that employ them are imposing their own restrictions of varying severity. For example, one factory in Miao Li is only allowing their employees out for 45 minutes a week. All right, that's it for today's show. There's more coming. I've got more to discuss and more things are starting to happen again. All right, be sure to hit like and subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit that little bell. And of course, be sure to sell all your family jewelry and support us as a patron on patreon.com slash Taiwan Report. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw. Hey, I'm just that Taiwan girl.